This is The Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I am joined today by Alex Newman. Alex, thanks for joining us. Great to be here. Thanks so much, Duke. Always good to have you. And you and I have been talking about this for a long time. We, we, five years ago, six years ago, you and I were talking about how once this sexuality curriculum gets in the schools, the next frontier beyond transgender was going to be pedophilia. And what do we see across the country? Big corporations, artists, uh, rappers, Satanists writing, creating bikini bottoms at Target, all of them talking about the same things. Uh, this is, for lack of a better b a word, pure and simple pedophilia. We have an artist, a so-called singing artist, who's released a new EP, a new record, and this is the cover of that image. Take a look at uh, uh, the broader picture here. The, the name of the album is called The Dare. This is the sex EP. This is by Patrick Smith, Harrison Patrick Smith. There he is. There's the so-called artist. And as you can see from his record cover, you've got little girls in over, uh, undeniably sexual positions. Uh, the hair across their faces, straddling another little boy, bent over a speaker. There is absolutely no reason for this other than outrage. Alex, what do you think? Uh, this is so grotesque. Uh, in the past, this would have quite properly been viewed as uh, some obscenity. And, uh, you know, frankly, this is so far beyond the pale. It's hard to believe it happened this quick. You know, when we were warning years ago about some of the stuff they were teaching the kids in the classroom, um, you know, I, I remember very clearly, uh, I think it was four or five years ago, maybe we warned about in California, they were teaching kids the history of LGBTism and they just bring up ancient Greece like, oh, just casually, you know, grown men were having relations with boys. Um, you know, I never would have imagined that within five years we'd see this kind of filthy garbage on album covers uh, that we'd see. Uh, LGBT pride parades with drag queens shaking their butts in front of the faces of little children and and you know kids dancing half naked as perverted disgusting adults put dollar bills in their clothes. Um, th this is like Sodom and Gomorrah level stuff, and uh, I mean it, it makes you sick. Yeah, it is sickening. And here's the thing that always gets me. So we're told that parents don't have the right to deal with your kid's homosexuality or his feelings of homosexuality. Kid, parents have no job when it comes to gender dysphoria. You just gotta shut up and believe. The Lieutenant Governor of Minnesota came up out a couple months ago and said, when our children tell us who they are, even as babies, we must listen to them. That's what a good parent is. But apparently, Alex, parents can approve kids posing this way. So when kids are being sexualized, parents have the right, because you and I know that that music artist would not have been able to drag kids off the street and force, street and force them to do it. Parents had to allow it. So my rhetorical question to you, how are parents allowed to sexualize your children, but not to try to stop them from being sexualized? Yeah, it's the a complete inversion of morality, right? And then the Bible actually makes reference to this. Woe to them who call evil good and good evil, right? Today we're being told that it's good for children to be castrated, for girls to have hysterectomies and double mastectomies so they can be their true selves. And we're being told it's bad to teach children that, hey, it might be nice for you to have a husband or a wife one day and maybe raise up some children and, and teach them about the Bible. That's horrible. Uh, it, it's truly unbelievable how quickly this the the final processes in this reversal of morality have happened 
And I don't know that they've taken root yet in the mainstream of society. But when it comes to the cultural power centers, the universities, the government indoctrination centers, the entertainment, the so-called music industry, if you want to call this filthy garbage noise music, um, they've got it. They've got it all on lock. And uh, hopefully the culture, the, the people within the culture will finally rebel. But you never know. We haven't so far. So. Well, we have a group of LGBTQ activists are now, and Hollywood celebrities too, other artists. Apparently, the word artist now means pedophile or sexual deviant of some sort, whenever you use that word. But now challenging uh, the corporations here at the beginning of, uh, of Gay Pride Month, I suppose, uh, that the corporations must stand on the side of them, that they have to pony up and defend them. And so we have an actress who's out there screaming now that taking those uh, offensive bathing suits and the satan Satanist who created them off the shelves is a betrayal of the LGBTQ. It really is st stunning how vo vocal and threatening they are. And, you know, I mean, just calling for this kind of reparations for that act. You know, Target may have removed that stuff, but how they're going to fix it? Writing a big fat j uh, t uh, bill, uh, excuse me, big fat check to these people to pay them off and keep them quiet. Yeah, and, and they have been. They've been huge financiers of the gay, lesbian, straight, uh, whatever it is, network. Uh, I forget what they changed their name to, but the Glisten or Glisten or whatever it is. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just absolutely sick how fast this is going. You know, all these big corporations are in it, but it, it's like they took the phrase that Jesus gave us, right? Uh, in the Gospel of Matthew, in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus tells us either you're with me or you're against me. Uh, and that's what the LGBT mafia now is starting to say. Uh, and, and they're threatening penalties if you're against them, right? Either you're with us or you're against us. Either you're going to have uh, half-naked men uh, dancing sexually suggestive ways in front of children, or you're against us, and then we're going to label you a homophobe and a bigot, and we're going to call the radical leftists out to come picket your business and say that you're a hate group and all the rest of it. Uh, there, there's no more middle ground, right? All, all those Americans who thought, well, I'm just going to you know, let them do their weird thing over there and just you know, leave me alone here in my house. No, there, there's not going to be any of that. Uh, they are going to force the issue. It's either going to be you're with them or you're against them. And I hope that most Americans still have enough sense and decency to come down on the right side here, but I'm not convinced that we all do. Yeah, I'm not either. Take a, one last look at this image, this album cover. Uh, and so take, uh, go to the big screen version, Mike. There you go. Thank you. So what would actually, in the minds of the left, turn this into actual child porn? Would it be if the kids were down in their underwear? Would they have to be naked? I mean, uh, th this is as suggestive as you can get. Uh, where are the boundaries with Alex? And, and why is it when the schools show stuff like this or have kids read these kind of pedophilia books, uh, we see this now in advertising, uh, why is it that this is the kind of stuff that nobody seems to be able to do anything about? Yeah, well, ultimately, this is their end objective, Duke. Uh, they, they want it to the point where those people could actually be naked having actual intercourse, and that would be totally acceptable, totally legal. Uh, and that's what they're moving toward. If you, if you look at the people who created queer theory, uh, a subset of critical theory, uh, even back in the early 1980s, they were saying that the end goal is we're going to abolish all laws regarding the age of consent. Uh, any child's going to be able to have any kind of sexual relationship with anyone, including an adult 
an adult as long as there is so-called consent. Um, so this was the goal from the very beginning, and they just had to do it incrementally. If they had come out in the early 80s in public on national television and said, hey, we want to have sex with kids, they would have thrown, been thrown in prison or in a mental institution quite properly. Now we're rapidly approaching the time where people who say that's not a good idea are going to be the ones coming under government scrutiny. Uh, and we're seeing this already with the clown car formerly known as the FBI showing up at parents' homes for speaking out at school boards. Uh, they fully intend to go all the way on this. And man, have they got the pedal to the metal. Yeah, and you're right. In the 80s, they were going a little slow. The disturbing thing is they're not going slow anymore. The We're going, we're downhill. We're up the hill of, Ju of Judeo-Christian values, and now we're coming down the other side without them. This is happening a lot quick, more quickly. And speaking of this, this is on multiple fronts. So take the Los Angeles Dodgers, right? We're talking about consum consumerism. People buying album covers like that from so-called artists. Well, here we've got the, Lo the Los Angeles Dodgers who had their gay pride night. Uh, and they invent, invited, the LGBTQ invited an organization who was actually mocking Christianity. These are the so-called indecent nuns. The, they dress as nuns. They simulate sex between Jesus and uh, nuns and gay sex and priest, with priests and everything. Uh, it's pretty shocking. And uh, they actually were backed down. Enough Christians, including a number of bishops, complained. They, they kept the LGBTQ night but they disinvited this particular group. And then, as you say, the LGBTQ mafia stepped in, screamed loudly, the Dodgers had them come back. Take a look at this as kind of stuff. <laughs> So Jesus is now a pole for gay pole dancers to rub up against. This is what the Dodgers invited back because they were frightened by the LGBTQ. Yeah, and I, I've just got three words for him. Now do Mohammed. Well, in that case, you could have a nine-year-old girl climbing up the prophet because isn't that what Muhammad married, a nine-year-old girl? So maybe if, the pole, maybe if the pole dancer was nine and the Jesus or the, uh, the, the well, can I say the figure of Allah? I better not. Could get us in a lot of trouble. But uh, yeah, I think your point is well taken. But even then, we still have that to fall back on. So, and then what's happened? So the Dodgers now realize that there are way more Christians than there are people who support that garbage. So the Christians are still making noise. So what are they going to do, Alex? They're going to have Christian family night. They're going to take a whole <laughs> other night and they're going to inv invite all the, Christ the boring Christian kids uh, and, and they're going to hold their nose while these little Christians come to the, the stadium as a payback for allowing those monsters to speak. And they're going to call that even Stephen, Alex. Yeah. And, and you know what? This is this kind of garbage will continue as long as Americans continue to patronize. Right? As long as you keep paying money to go watch this garbage at a baseball game, as long as you keep going to these pride nights, as long as you keep shopping at Target or buying Bud Lights or whatever it is, uh, corporate America, woke corporate America will keep doing this. I'm actually working on a big article right now about how BlackRock is driving uh, the corporate wokeness. You know, even a lot of board of directors, uh, you know, they're not necessarily super enthusiastic about this, but they 
got an ESG score to worry about. And so they've now created the incentive structure between the government and the mega corporations and the mega banks to force this stuff on everybody. Uh, and at some point, we're either just going to have to say no or we're just going to have to surrender our culture. But I would encourage people, what do you think people in other countries see when they see this happening in America? What do you suppose uh, an average person in Mexico or or uh, Kazakhstan or Thailand, when they see this kind of filth coming out of America, what do you suppose they think? Um, what do you suppose God thinks, even more importantly? I mean, it is Sodom and Gomorrah, as I started the program with. This is Sodom and Gomorrah on steroids, and I am convinced it's not going to continue indefinitely. Well, you you said mentioned Sodom and Gomorrah. The name of that organization, the ones that with the, the, the sexualized fake nuns, is the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. So notice what Christianity is to them. The sinning is fine. The Sodom and Gomorrah part is wonderful, and we claim perpetual indulgence for from any rules your God may lay down. And the real takeaway from this, Alex, I'll give you the last word, but the real takeaway from this is that the, according to the left, the real family, you know, we are family, is the LGBTQ and its morality or its lack thereof. That's the family. That's the mafia family that we all owe allegiance to. And the nuclear family, well, it's just insulting, exclusive, intolerant, and it needs to go. Yeah, it's a tool of patriarchal and capitalistic oppression of the bourgeoisie uh, by the bourgeoisie of the proletariat. And so it needs to be dismantled. Uh, and folks, we've seen this movie before, right? All, all of this is very strategic. The, the perversion is not even an end in and of itself. It is part of a broader objective, the dismantle of the nuclear family for the purpose of dismantling society, dismantling civilization and rebuilding in the ashes of what was once our great civilization, a totalitarian superstructure more monstrous than anything the Nazis or the Soviets. Soviets or the communist Chinese could ever have imagined. So folks, be aware this is happening very rapidly. It's going to happen even more rapidly. And uh, at the very least, you need to be protecting your own children from this. This is absolutely urgent and it is absolutely essential. And that's going to wrap up this show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support this show in any way, simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us at the Dr. Duke Show, thanks. And we'll see you again next week, Alex. 